Welcome to Leadership Reflections, a collection of leadership podcasts by me, Barry Dorr. Today, another dip into the world of recruitment, looking at the incredible opportunity that recruitment to your team offers you, wherever you're working, whatever the organisation, if you like managing people, what an opportunity recruitment offers. It's an opportunity, I think, that is too often missed. Every time we recruit to a role, we really should be raising the bar. We should bring in talent which improves the quality, the performance and in due course, the results of the team. The trouble is, though, rec- recruitment is strewn with potential pitfalls and tripwires. I think it's especially essential at the moment. There are so many vacancies out there. People are battling to get the best people. Uh, best people have got good people have got real choices. So the more you can focus on really effective recruitment and the opportunity it offers, I think the better. So I've had so many talks about this with people over the last few years. Just a few thoughts on what might at least reduce the problems of poor recruitment, because poor recruitment is just such a danger. Firstly, what's the actual role you need to recruit for? I mean, surely this one's easy. Um, someone's moving on, advertise their job, get someone in to replace them. No, stop. Are you absolutely certain departing person's role is really what you want the new person to do? Were they even doing the role in their job description, or has that been sidetracked over time? Or have they made the job fit their interests? So take a bit of time, think, make sure you carve and create the right role first. Time spent thinking and planning up front will save lots of missed opportunity down the line. Secondly, how do we sell ourselves? As I said before, you want to recruit great people, but so does everyone else. There's a host of organisations out there competing for the best talent. We have to sell ourselves as much as we expect applicants to do the same. Why should a great person just join you? I mean, a competitive salary and benefits package is obviously important, but I, I would suggest it's often less important now than an engaging culture, inspirational leadership, a meaningful purpose and connected values. So have a look at your recruitment material. Look at it through the eyes of your applicants. Sometimes it can be a real eye-opening experience. Thirdly, never rely on interview alone. Too often when people recruit, it's done at speed, based on interview only, which nowadays um, even can be done by Teams or Zoom, not even face-to-face. Stop. It's not good enough. Interviews alone present three potential pitfalls. Some people can... uh, I was going to say bullshit, but I probably shouldn't. Their way through an interview. Others freeze. Don't do themselves justice. Um, And in both those cases... Candidates have not been exposed to a range of recruitment options. So, by all means, have interviews, and I mean more than one, preferably, as a centrepiece of your recruitment process. But wrap around that stuff a menu of options, including presentations, tests, practical demonstrations, if relevant, group exercises. So, 
do more than simple interview. I know this all takes time and resource, but you owe it to you and the candidates to be thorough. That's only going to increase your choice of finding that, that right candidate. The whole recruitment process should be onerous. It should be, um, shouldn't be simple, shouldn't be short. Also next, involve a wide range of people in the process and listen to them. I really do believe we should involve a significant number of people in the recruitment process. Mix and match options could include peers, successful uh, candidate would work with, or a colleague of yours not directly involved but whose judgment you trust. You can even let the person's team, the people they were going to be line managing, interview their prospective new boss. And don't forget your receptionists that are goldmine information. How did the candidates act and behave in an informal setting? Ensure you take feedback from all, all involved. Take the feedback. It doesn't necessarily mean you'll act on that feedback. It will be invaluable in informing your decision. Next, focus on cultural fit above capability. You want someone to hit the ground running, don't you? Delivering results from day one. Or do you? More and more now, organisations are prioritising the right culture fit above performance expectations, at least in the short term. They seek to appoint a person with the right behaviours and then they can develop the skills and performance. Of course, you can get both straight away. That's wonderful. But um, if you can get either, go for the behaviours. We know it can be hard when recruiting to get insight into how the candidates will prove to have the right behaviours. So you can focus on asking for evidence, giving examples of situations they've found themselves in. You can organise an exercise of some sort where behaviours will be demonstrated. Or, uh, this is my favourite actually, so many organisations recruit people from others they are already familiar with, maybe through previous employment, competitors or partner organisations. So you really do operate, many of you, in incestuous worlds, small worlds. Lean on that, call someone you know and trust and get the inside track on them. Now, this is always a controversial one. If in doubt, don't recruit. It's a big one, we've all been there. If in doubt, don't recruit. We need to recruit for a role. It needs filling quickly. We're often down to the final two candidates. They're both okay. The fact one's maybe slightly more okay than the other, so we appoint them. It may work out, but all too often it doesn't. At best, we settle for mediocrity, the middle of the bus. Just remember the old adage, recruit in haste, repent at leisure. So you might reach the end of the recruitment process and you're down to the last candidate. It's looking good. Nearly every box ticked. But now stop. Take that breath, step back. You've still got one niggling doubt. It could be something fed back to you from your prospective colleagues or team. A chance remark to the receptionist a couple of years missing from the CV. Concern about performing under pressure, you know, whatever it is. Um, get them back. Don't confirm the appointment to settle the niggle. Talk to them, call them back if necessary. Drill deep and only then make your decision. If in doubt, don't recruit. Make it your watch statement. Hang it on your wall. Get the HR team mugs printed on it. Get it printed on the HR team mugs. Next, make arrival and induction, this last one, a meaningful experience. I've heard this so many times. You go through the recruitment process. Someone's offered and accepts the job. They work, walk in purposefully on day one, bright and early, bubbling with enthusiasm, and are greeted by no one. Their computer and phone aren't there. No inductions organised. They don't even know where the bathroom is. 
this sounds familiar, regrettably it is. What message are they being sent? It's so easy, isn't it? Warm welcome, basic needs, equipment and a well-planned induction. It's not hard. I've seen some people recently posted stuff where they've been just knocked back when they walked in on the first day. There's nothing... Just been delighted to walk in on the first day. And there's nothing magically big about this, but there's um, a welcome letter on the desk. There's flowers on the desk. There's, um, you know, whatever it is, welcome note. Just so much positivity can run from that. And they can get a very good impression straight away of you. One further thought on recruitment. When I say you should go out of your way to recruit people who will be a cultural fit, I'm not advocating building a team of identical automatons. Far from it. We need to seek a complementary multitude of talent and skills. It's good to employ people who are going to challenge you. You don't always want yes people. You, you actually want rebels. There's a world of difference between a good rebel and a bad rebel. Bad rebels break rules. They obsess about problems. They lecture. They alienate. They point fingers. They're me-focused. Good rebels, conversely, change rules. They pursue opportunities. They listen. They attract. They pinpoint causes. They're mission-focused. They're the ones you want. There's a, there's a great graphic I came across online which explores what these good rebels want from their boss. It goes like this. We're not troublemakers. We're motivated to make our organisation better. We care about work more than anyone else. That's why we're willing to engage in conflict. We need an environment where it's safe to disagree and challenge the status quo. We love our differences and quirks. We might not like you, that's, we may not be like you, and that's a good thing. Challenge us. Give us a thorniest prompts. We want to be stretched. Let us prove our ideas work. Don't give us lip service. Just tell us like it is. Coach us on how to navigate organisational politics so we avoid making mistakes. Re rebelliousness is a positive behaviour. It's an act of courage and risk-taking. Appreciate us, and we'll move mountains for you, and just a thought, as an authentic leader, why wouldn't you want a rebel or two like that in your team? A good rebel. So that's just some thoughts on uh, some extra things on recruitment. So just to summarise, just back to the beginning, state, the, the, the uh, thoughts are, first of all, what's the actual role being recruited for? Just be careful you're recruiting for the right role. You need the job. Shape the job that you really want. Think about how you sell yourselves. Never rely on interview alone. Involve a wide range of people in the process and listen to them. Focus on cultural fit above capability. If in doubt, don't recruit. Make arrival and induction a meaningful exercise. And don't be afraid to recruit good rebels. They will do amazing things for you. That's just some thoughts on recruitment. This has been um, a Leadership Reflections podcast by me, Barry Dore. And I'll see you soon. Take care and thank you. Still so many answers